0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Bluewire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
1: Welcome into another edition of the Davison Igbenosen show. Presented by the college corner. I'm Neil McCready. That is Ole Miss cornerback Davison Igmanosum back from Nashville. They bust back uh, late last night after uh, defeating Vanderbilt 52 to 28. Ole Miss now 6 <laughs> 0 overall, 2 and 0 in the SEC, wins over Kentucky and Vanderbilt. Uh, the Rebels back in SEC play the rest of the way, enter the second half of the season. Uh, Auburn comes to town on Saturday morning. It's an 11 a.m. start. Uh, at Walt Hemingway Stadium, you can see that game. If you're not coming to it, you can see it on ESPN. Kicking off another uh, Saturday of college football. Davison, how are you? I'm good. Neil, how are you? I am. Uh, I'm really good. I appreciate you. Uh, you asking. Um, I asked you this before. I had some people. Uh, I guess they were watching the Rutgers game Thursday night, Friday night, and um, I guess it was Friday night. And uh, your brother had an injury there were people that were concerned it was a concussion you were saying it's not it was not that right
2: I I believe it just busted his lip on it wasn't a concussion
1: um did you get a chance to watch any of that game or were you were you busy at the time
2: um I was busy
1: yeah um I forgot to mention that at the off the top. This show brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to college com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel Gear in central Mississippi. Um I guess what were your uh, overall impressions of the, of the game in Nashville? I know it was uh, probably not the start that that you you guys had envisioned. Uh, you guys played a, a terrific second half. What yeah. t- what stuck out in that first half that kind of concerned you? What, what do you think led to some of the issues that you guys had?
2: Um, I feel like as a team we started off flat and like th- 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 there wasn't much energy like as a team. So like in, in, in the second half we, we we just had to turn it up.
1: You know that's a diff- I want to say this in a in as respectful a way as I can to Vanderbilt because I know a lot of people there. I I'm, I'm, I have a lot of respect for the institution and all that stuff. But it is a difficult place to play sometimes because it's uh it's not full, it's yeah. not it's not a big stadium. There's not a ton of in. You, Ole Miss took a lot of people there, but they didn't take enough to fill it up. Obviously, right. um, it's you had just come off of the game against Kentucky where you know everybody us included, talked about the energy in that stadium. I mean, it was kind of electric, and Kentucky brought a lot of people, and Ole Miss had a huge crowd, a loud crowd, and that, that was a a different environment. When you get into an environment like that, I know that this is still new to you because you're a freshman playing in the college game, but how, how tough is it sometimes to generate enough emotion to not be a little flat after one of those games?
2: Um, if I'm being completely honest, it is kind of tough. But like you, 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 still have to find a way to get it going.
1: Is there anything you do in particular for yourself? Because I mean, you had a very good game. I think they threw at you what two different times. And, yeah. Um. You know, you, you're kind of you're fast becoming one of these guys that is locking down a side of the field a little bit. I mean, they're not they're not coming at you. They're going at at other. They're going in other directions. But for you personally, in a game like that, and again, this is new to you, so you're gonna be learning this as you go but is there something you do to kind of generate energy inside your own mind
2: um I just listen to music that's that's all I can really do
1: um what did you think about Vanderbilt looks like they had a they had a pretty good plan early the the young quarterback uh played really well i thought especially in the first half i think you guys finally rattled him a little bit in the second half but in the first half he was kind of on and they were they were able to move the ball was there was it just a plan that they had that kind of I know they do a lot of misdirection stuff, and that they do. Yeah, I think it was
2: like they had the ball a lot on offense. Like they went slow, drove down the ball, the the upfield. So I I would say that that was their their plan for the most part.
1: What was halftime like?
2: Um, this is so. I think we were. I, I I don't remember if we were losing at any point in halftime during the season, but like this felt completely new. Like we were fired up at halftime. Like we knew that in the second half we had to finish.
1: You know, anybody that's like me that, I never got past the high school level. Um, we remember, you know, high school games when you're behind and the coaches come in and they're throwing stuff basically and they're yelling yeah. and they're screaming and all of that.
2: It's kind of like that a little bit.
1: Is it really? Yeah. So, like, is the, the paint getting peeled off the walls or is there – or is it more, hey, there's just a little bit of that and then after after a minute you, you've, got, yeah. you've got to talk about adjustments because you've got some stuff you got to fix and you only exactly. have a certain amount of time to do it. Yeah what kind of adjustments did you guys make and, and who was, who's the, who, what coach was the, the, the most animated? I'm going to guess Partridge. Yeah.
2: Partridge is always the most animated. He's the most animated, but I think the, um, the, uh, the, the, um, the, the things we had to change was like up front it was like, um, um, I don't think it was anything in the secondary, if I'm being honest with you.
1: Could you tell right away that the adjustments you guys had made were, were kind of working? I mean, you guys yep. jumped on them in the third quarter. You got a couple of stops. They had a turnover, quick scores, and the Met game, that game flipped in an instant. Yeah. You, you could tell with Vanderbilt that they sort of knew that their opportunity had gotten away. Definitely. What's that feel like when you're, you're, you like we talked about this last week. You guys are the hunted now. They were going to they were going to get geeked up for you guys cuz you have a number by your name and that number yeah. that number's not particularly high. It's just 9. Yeah. You know everybody's coming at you. Is is it kind of fun to It is but 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 you always have a target on your back. So
2: you so 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 you have to bring your your A game.
1: Uh speaking of, you're going to have a target on your back when Auburn comes to town this weekend. Um Auburn three and three overall. They're one and two in the SEC. They're frankly fortunate to be one and two. They could easily be zero and three. Missouri had that game on a foot and in a in a hand, literally, and let it get away. I don't know how much of that you got to see, but Missouri kicking themselves over over losing that game. So when a team like Auburn comes in and they're struggling, and there's all sorts of talk about the coach, and there's turmoil and that kind of thing. Do you do you have to kind of jump on a team like that pretty quick to take that away? We we cannot
2: come out flat like like, like we did yesterday. I, I think with Auburn, we we, we we have to just attack early.
1: I know this is your first year. Obviously, this is a team that has uh, we've talked about it. Some it's kind of ridden the emotional roller coaster a little. You guys, you know, you got up. For Georgia Tech you're a little flat for Tulsa you got up for Kentucky you came out a little slow against Vanderbilt yet here you are you're 6-0 and you're 2-0 and in the league you're ranked ninth in the country Um, people are going to start talking about big things for this team I think it was Jackson Dart that was talking yesterday about you guys in spurts this year have been great Um, do you ever start to allow yourself to think hey how good this team could be if you guys could put four quarters of the spurts together where you Kind of play a dominant game the the whole way where you don't have the the lulls. I guess you kind of did some of that against Kentucky. But if if you do you allow yourself to think about how good this team could be, if yeah, I mean, like
2: to be honest, you you, you do. I feel like if we're all playing at our best and playing a full four quarters of football, I think we, we we could possibly be one of the top teams in the country.
1: You guarded Jonathan Mingo a lot in the in the preseason and back in the spring. I'm sure you've you've gone against him some in skeleton drills and team drills and one on ones. He gets 247 yards receiving uh, at Vanderbilt, breaks the breaks the school record, two touchdowns. Just had a terrific day. What is it about him? Nah. That, yeah, I was going to ask, what is it about him that uh, that that makes him so special? He works
2: hard. He is the first one to come in and the the the, the, the last person to leave. He, he's a hard worker at the desk. I think his, his, his uh, best trait as a football player.
1: DeAndre Prince was talking about that. He said he loved going against him, even though sometimes the result wasn't a lot of fun uh, for him, but he loved going against him because it was, you know, iron sharpening iron. You, you were always, sure. being, he was going to make you better. Um, as a young guy coming in right out of high school, how much did it help you to compete? It definitely against- helped me a lot because he's w-
2: w- 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 one of the top receivers in the SEC. So like I feel like going up against him every single day at practice, I got a a lot more comfortable playing a position.
1: Lane Kiffin talked about him being kind of one of the coolest kids on the team. What coolest story on the team? You know, he came back from that foot injury and stuff. I know yeah. when you guys are at practice, there's some trash talk and it gets com- competitive and stuff. But did he ever, has he ever helped you at all with like, hey, here's what I'm seeing that you're doing? Or, hey, or do you see anything that I'm doing? Because at the end of the day, you guys are on the same team on, on Saturday.
2: Yeah, but not really.
1: <laughs> the rivalry between offense and defense inside a team. Does it yeah. ever does it ever completely go away?
2: I mean no, doesn't at all like you got to you got to think so like from I want to say in the spring so what what's that march march till September. It, yeah. We're opponents the entire time. Like it's it's a real beef.
1: How do you, how do you put it away during the season, or or do you, or is it just you just kind of put a pause on it, or does it kind of do it during the
2: season? You 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 you, 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 you have, have to, to to put a pause on it because at practice it's kind of a lot more laid back.
1: Yeah, because you guys you got to make sure nobody's hurting each other. I mean, exactly. I was talking to Troy uh, earlier about just the physical wear and tear of this, and I know you're. You're in the secondary. It's a little different position in terms of physicality than than linebacker. And I don't mean that as a criticism. Just it's different positions. A lot of running. And how do you handle? How does your body feel different halfway through a college season than maybe it did halfway through a high school season?
2: Um, SEC is real. It's real backs running at you. Real people like real receivers trying to block you. Like it's tough. Like you 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 have to be in the training room. Every day, you, you have to take care of your body. If not, it's going to break down on you.
1: What's your training room regimen?
2: Um, I go get my hips stretched, hot tub, um, all like uh, I'm getting a uh, active treatment on my hips and, and, and my back and and stuff like that.
1: Is that because that's areas that you've had injured, or is that just kind of problem areas on your body sometimes, or is it just the critical areas for you playing? Critical areas
2: for, for me playing like, so, 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 so as you know, I play corner and it's all in your, your, your hips.
1: Um, we'll come back to uh, this visit in just a second. But first, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small they may be. I've used therapy as a way to handle stress, clear negative thoughts. It was a life changer for me. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, it's accessible, affordable, and it's entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. Switch therapist anytime you'd like. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash mpw all right last couple three minutes here with you um mentioned auburn coming to town did you that's a pretty big brand in college football how much auburn football did you watch as a kid growing up in new jersey
2: um i never watched auburn i mean i i want to say when cam Newton was there i definitely did watch that in like the uh, uh, iron bowl every year i watched that
1: um Last thing I was kind of joking with you a little bit earlier uh I was in Nashville over the weekend too and I heard people talking about it being cold and just cuz there's the first yeah. the first you know kind of hint of of autumn and fall getting in the in the air you probably have to kind of stifle a laugh right i mean you're from new jersey yeah. it it gets pretty cold yeah like uh, um players on on my team are,
2: are, are, are complaining about about it getting cold and it's not it's not cold at all. Like
1: what do you, do you like cold? I mean, you grew up in, do do you really?
2: I feel like the the best football games are in the cold weather because, you know, I'm from New Jersey. So like all the uh, uh, um, big time playoff games are like in October. no, 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 November. So like, I feel like, as soon as it, it gets cold that that that, that 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 that's real football weather
1: now are you one of those tough guys that does the thing where if it's super cold you still just go out in sleeves cuz you don't want anybody to know you're cold or are you like no screw that i'm going to put i'm going to put sleeves on i'm going to wear gloves. I really
2: don't i really don't put sleeves
1: on if i'm being honest with you i don't is that just for a mental toughness thing or is that just think, to kind of intimidate the other guy or what no, is it the- not to
2: intimidate the other guy i think it's it, it, it it's all in my head like if if you're playing you actually don't get cold
1: yeah you're out there a lot running around um I don't know I said last thing but I am curious about this because I had you on binoculars um I was watching you pretty closely some the other day Saturday they don't throw at you which I know is a compliment
2: mm-hmm.
1: but is there any part of you that's a little frustrated like come on challenge me when you one
2: start throwing at me like in all all the the the, the 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 big time games like LSU and um Bama, they're they're definitely gonna start throwing at me.
1: Why is that? Just because they're they're gonna throw at everybody in those games?
2: Um they're gonna try to test the true freshman at corner kind of thing.
1: Yeah. So you're pretty excited about those tests coming?
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. I'm 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 kinda eager to see them too because I, I can tell that the guys you're guarding are not getting any space. So I'm, right. I'm curious to see what happens. All right, I know you got to get to training, speaking of. And you got some academic stuff you got to do as well. Appreciate you uh, spending your time with us here on uh, this afternoon. Uh, best of luck this weekend. Again, Ole Miss and Auburn, 11 a.m. on Saturday at um, at Vault hemingway And this show brought to you each and every week by the College Corner. It's collegecornerstore.com, collegecornerstore.com. And if you're in Jackson, there's a location in Ridgeland. There's also a, a location in Flowood. We'll be back. Next week with another edition of the Davison-Igbenosan Show, we'll look ahead to a trip that I got a feeling Davison has looked forward to. It's Ole Miss at LSU, but first it's Ole Miss and Auburn. So next week we'll talk about the Auburn game, look ahead to LSU, and more. For Davison-Igbenosan, I'm Neil McCready. Take care.